0: Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sharon Stevens. There's a new report by the St. Louis County Affordable Housing Trust Fund Task Force. It lists how place-based and mobility-based strategies can create pathways for very low- and low-income families to move into neighborhoods with existing opportunity. Then-County Executive Steve Stenger established the task force last year and appointed its members. Joining me in studio to talk about the report were Chris Craymeyer, and Adrian Bracy. They are co-chairs of the task force. Chris Kramer is the CEO of Beyond Housing and Adrian Bracy is the CEO of the YWCA of Metro St. Louis. I began by asking what Stanger's resignation means for the task force.
1: There's a big need for affordable housing in St. Louis County and um, would, uh, you know, Adrian and I be willing to lead a group of talented, smart, people to say, what can we do about it? So um, we hope that um, New County Executive Page and you know his team will will embrace this and recognize that it meets a great need. It's a report that doesn't have any funding associated with it. So there's still a lot more work to be done. But again, um, we think the the findings, the priorities, the strategies um, will do great benefit to residents and those who need affordable housing in, in St. Louis County. Do you plan
0: to meet with Sam Page anytime soon so that you can you know, make sure that everything's
1: on track. I'm, I'm guessing the on the list of things he's going to do in his first couple of days. This may not be on the list, but clearly, we we want to have a conversation um, when when the time is right. So absolutely.
2: We, okay.
0: Well, Adrian, what happens if you know maybe he doesn't go along with what you said, with what you've said?
2: Well, hopefully that will not happen. Um, but if it does happen, I feel that we will gather together as a task force and possibly talk about next steps because we don't want this to stop. This is not a political uh, issue. So we're not looking for that to happen actually. Okay.
0: Let me ask, why was the task force formed?
1: Well, it originally spawned from um, uh, Health Equity Works, which is the Jason Purnell uh, organization out of Washington University. Um, did one of the um, seminal reports called Dismantling the Divide. And in that, it talked about you know the, the uh, housing issues historically in the St. Louis region, including St. Louis County. And one of the recommendations from that report was to have the uh, St. Louis County create um, an affordable housing trust fund because it, cause it um, did not have one of size and scale uh similar to the one in the city of st louis so that was one of the recommendations so um you know part of the conversation that um uh, my organization has has been having for years is we don't have enough resources to meet the need of those living living in st louis county um so uh the county executive uh, embraced the notion of is that something we can do and I, i'd like to get behind that so from that they contacted adrian and i and said w- would would we be willing to to co-chair this task force and you know who else could be around the table to help us in the conversation so the, the folks who joined us were just simply marvelous and smart and wise and experienced and um you know th- that was the genesis of it again kudos to again um jason Purnell and health equity works for it used to be the forsake of all but health equity works for um bringing this topic to a much brighter light and a much bigger audience and from that um, this the report was produced
0: why is it called trust fund? You said there's no money associated with it, but why is it called that?
1: Well, again, the, 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 the idea of the trust fund is we're going to raise some money and put it in there, right? So we have to find a funding stream. So part of the recommendations are um, we make recommendations on here are some possible places where we can gather um, the funding streams to go into a fund on an annual basis to be used for specific purposes to meet the, the housing needs of residents in St. Louis County.
0: And who would control the fund?
2: Well, that was a recommendation by the task force. Uh, the, the actual fund would be uh, handled by the, hopefully, the board that's selected for the uh, the trust fund itself.
0: Okay, let's maybe back up a little bit
2: and ask, what are your key findings? And before we go with the key findings, we'd like to tell you what exactly we were charged to do. Mm -hmm. So we were charged to outline a strategy of funding priorities uh, that collectively address affordable housing and related needs of the St. Louis County residents, Uh, and then to determine an amount needed uh, for the strategy priorities, Uh, and then uh, come up with the framework for the trust fund and then to, uh, to provide complementary policy po- uh, proposals. And so what we have uh, determined were the, uh, the actual uh, priorities included the actual people um, that will be uh, 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 available or, or able to use the, the funding. That would be the low- and low-income families. A uh, single piece person, head of households in poverty with, uh, with children, cost burden households earning less than $35,000 a year, especially renters, uh, senior citizens 65 and older, especially renters, household experiencing homelessness, especially those with children, students, and then households experiencing evictions and foreclosures.
1: Okay. So, so again, and those and those populations were really um, stemmed from the data analysis that um, you know that the county planning department and others gave to us, saying where is the greatest need and unmet need in St. Louis County? So, um, an example: there are over 115,000 cost burden households, meaning they are paying too much for their housing situation. Um, So those 115,000 families, 77,000 of them earn less than $35,000 a year. So again, we knew there was this great unmet need. So from a priority standpoint, those we wanted to reach were again, you know, those who were a cost burden making less than $35,000 a year. That's disproportionate single, um, uh, you know, headed households with children, right? So again, we know in, in, in the region all throughout the country um, single-headed households with kids struggle mightily in a lot of different ways, and in, in St. Louis County, there's not a lot of resources to support them, either in living where they're at or finding finding a new place. So, and um, where do they live? North, South, West, everywhere. So clearly, the data tells us that um, uh, North County has a predominance of folks um, uh, of of that demographic, but that does not mean folks in South County you know, don't have the s- similar kinds of challenges. Clearly, from a demographic standpoint, not much in West County, but clearly near North County. North County and then certainly parts of South County
0: and and what other findings did you come up with and and when I say who's gonna pay for it I mean are we talking about uh, banks um, N- no no we're t- t- government
1: <laughs> no we're talking about you know kind of public funding streams um, sales tax uh, use tax and again know the whole bunch of different um, ways right so uh, like you know the zoo just funded their thing right so we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go to the region and we know that's a challenge right we know people are like wait a minute I'm you know I'm I, I have I pay enough taxes now will be one one sentiment but we believe that look if we're not supporting families and if we're not allowing people live their best lives and improve the housing stock improve the tax base in St. Louis County, particularly in those places that struggle, we're fooling ourselves relative to what the future may hold. So there are four funding recommendations. One is a sales uh, a sales tax. Um, uh, second would be a use tax. Um, uh, third would be the a tax on uh, recreational marijuana in the event that that ever comes to fruition. And then also a tax on medical marijuana. So uh, again, four, four uh, recommendations that the task force made. Um, that doesn't mean that any or all of them will come to fruition, but we're suggesting that we think those are places that we can generate revenue, again, to meet this great unmet need um, in, in St. Louis County. Again, what, what a lot of folks don't know is there are more people living in poverty in St. Louis County than in St. Louis City. There's a might be a higher concentration in the geography of St. Louis City, but there are more people living in poverty in St. Louis County. Um, and again, there are just few resources to support what we think is the most basic and important thing is that's the, the the place that you call home. So, again, how do we both keep people where they're living and then create new affordable housing opportunities? And, uh,
2: then you know, we also talked about uh, on that same vein, if there are other uh, entities like a trust fund out there that's also doing a similar work um, with a trust fund, then maybe we can collaborate. For instance, let's say there's um, Homelessness for Youth and the Children's Trust Fund. They provide uh, funding for youth. Well, is there some opportunity for us to maybe collaborate if we get this funding done? Because that's the one thing in the region that we've got to do more of, which is collaboration. Uh, it, because it, it takes a village, and so uh, we're looking at every angle uh, possible to be able to bring affordable housing to our residents in North in the county. So are so, you
0: considering, um, you know, the formation? of a district like there's a zoo museum district are you talking about something like that or are you just talking strictly
1: dedicated dedicated yeah. revenue streams um, mm-hmm. that come in on an annual basis so um, you know the region knows there's this pool of money that will be available on an annual basis to meet the needs of folks in st. Louis county so so sharing the we, we talked about the against the people in places right so again um, those had the highest need. And then from a ge- geographic standpoint, really the, there's six goals that the task force put together that says, look, th- this is what we're trying to accomplish. Um, one is increase housing stability, right? So, for instance, we know, you know my organization does a lot of work in the boundaries of the Normandy schools collaborative. Um, every year in um, the last several years, the annual mobility rate, meaning the churn of kids in, 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 in one school year at Normandy, is about 40%. Right. So if we can provide resources that keeps people in their homes, right, provide housing stability to um, provide prevention services. Right. How do we stop people from getting evicted? How do we stop people from getting foreclosed? Right. How do we, again, keep people in their homes? Three, how do you do that? Well, again, you, you provide services. Right. So, again, um, is if it's uh, foreclosure services, how do you pay for... Getting somebody caught up in rent, how do you pay for, again, uh, an organization to have staff that can pay for, again, having a, having a counselor to work with the w- with the bank and with the bar to figure out how do we prevent this people person from losing their home. Um, pre- pre- uh, preserve existing affordable and accessible housing, right? Again, we know that there's always issues of, of losing affordable housing units because of a whole series of your tax credit periods expired or, or other reasons why there's a loss of affordable housing. Increase the um, uh, quality, affordable, and accessible housing options, meaning let's more housing for a range of folks, people um, searching, uh, people with disabilities, people with again unmet needs. Um, five, um, promote mobility to areas of opportunity. So, what that means is, and we spent a lot of time with the task force, we'll be talking about um, this is not just about only places that are struggling mightily. Wouldn't it be great if we had resources that allowed people to move to areas that had good public schools and access to jobs and access to other things, right? So, again, we want a portion of, of the resources here to say, yes, let's support the places that are struggling where there's work going on, but let's also provide opportunities for folks to live in other places so they're not worried about what's outside around their front door. And then, lastly, um, align with communities that are, where there's significant existing investments going on, right? So let's keep, again working in places where there's lots of good stuff already happening so those were the six goals that we put together recognizing that look we really want to serve populations we want to serve geographies but we want to do it in a pretty specific kind of way
0: we need to take a quick break but we'll be back in just a moment to our conversation on affordable housing solutions this is st louis on the air on st louis public radio 90.7 kwmu
2: Adrian. Who's going to benefit? The rich, the poor, everybody? Well, we're hoping the low income, uh, to very low income, and they are. We do have a median uh, people who uh, earn less than thirty-five thousand. We said, but then we do want to make sure that it's not just for, the, for that group, but that we're hoping that that group really will 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 be able to take advantage of this. But then there's the income limit, which is uh, 30%, 50%, and 85% of the area median income. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, um, for instance, 30% would be someone who is making $20,780. Uh, someone who's making 50% of the AMI is 34600 Someone who's making uh, 80% of the AMI is 55350 so those are the individuals who are our target to really benefit from this.
0: And how do you market this to people? Nobody wants to think about paying extra taxes. Uh, so how do you market this to people? Yeah,
1: so I think, you know, the way the way we, we'd love to approach it and clearly we haven't the campaign has not yet been launched. This is just a task force report. But clearly I think everyone understands the power of home. And, and the value of a, of, a, of a strong place where you come home to every night and put your head on your pillow and sit around the kitchen table talking about your day and the value that that, that brought to all of us who had that. And sadly, not, 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 not enough folks in the St. Louis region uh, can say that, right? If there's a hundred and... 15,000 families that are are cost burdened, meaning they're under a lot of financial stress every day, right? So again, how do we think about, again, the power of our region is going to be again, the task force believes about the the strength of our neighborhoods, the strength of our families, and if you don't have housing stability, the rest of your life is really complicated. So the argument we want to make is yes, it's for individual families, but quite frankly it's for the region, right? If we don't tackle this problem, if we don't get after this problem in a real and meaningful way, it's going to continue to cause neighborhoods to struggle, it's going to continue you have school districts and not be as successful as we want this can continue to harm the life and well-being of children and families in the region and this is we know a documented well-evidenced way that we can have success
2: and who do you need to have with you we need to have everyone with us we do um, because i said earlier it takes a village and like chris just said um and your question was who would benefit from this really it's the whole region um, you know, the crime, a lot of the crime that that takes place, if we could somehow bring uh, affordable housing into a neighborhood, jobs, wraparound services, I truly believe that that will eliminate a lot of of the crime that we have, which then benefits our region. But we definitely have to have everyone on board, um, from the politicians to the residents,
1: so, look, we, we've been having a lot of conversations of late about um, regional things that are important to yes. us um, and ideas and proposals by um, lots of different entities. And, and again, what, what the task force is uh, suggesting that you know any, any th- thought about the future of our region, how strong um, uh, we're going to get or where we can go, we believe has to be around this notion of home. And, again, we don't allocate enough resources to ensure that, um families in the region have a, have a decent, safe and affordable place to call home. And we think providing this kind of housing stability um, will go a long way in helping families get stronger, helping neighborhoods get stronger, helping schools get stronger. Um, if we don't invest you know in ourselves and our neighborhoods and our children, um, what does the future hold for us?
2: And it help the businesses as well. You know, uh, it's an economic empowerment for the whole region
1: mm-hmm. because
2: we all benefit from this. The corporations, benefit because now they have residents who actually have stability at a home and there's nothing like home and how much is
0: all this going to cost
1: so, so again what we like to do on an annual basis is raise about 30 million dollars a year um, which on some levels feels like a really big number but on some levels it really isn't um, so I was again, gonna ask do you think yeah. that's enough uh no 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 No, it's not it's not but we Mm -hmm. think it's it's a it's a palatable number relative to the different use places that and again we're asking people again these these are going to be a sales tax a use tax going to be taxes going to be public dollars right so we get um, John Doe Citizen is not thrilled at any point in time at paying taxes for anything unless, if, unless maybe it's the zoo and we all love the zoo. So the zoo gets a lot of our money. but And that's a great thing for the region. We want to suggest that, again, making sure that we're providing uh, an opportunity for, uh, to have homes for families that live in the region, to have neighborhoods that are strong, to have communities that are strong. We believe that's good for the region and we hope we can craft an argument that's not just about, oh, we're going to throw some more money at something. No, no, we're going to invest in ourselves, invest in the region and give everybody the opportunity to have this place called home.
2: And Sharon, I'd just like to just to say that um, one reason why this project was really important to YWCA, uh, probably 75% of our clients are single head of household mothers. And even the study that we did showed that, um, and I don't have the exact percentage, but it was a very high percentage of, of this population that really needs affordable housing were African American single mothers. And so for for YWCA for me as a CEO um, that was really critical uh, and I mean, I already know so that's not something that I really had to read from the statistics that's something that I know on a daily basis um, that the one obstacle for sustainability and for uh, self sustainability for family is housing and affordable housing so we currently have a permanent supportive housing for women and I know the importance of having a home, having an address that you can call yours. It's just, it, it's just really critical for our region.
0: And if this gets off the ground, um, this is a years-long kind of undertaking, I mean.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be, it's, it's significant. Um, the resources needed and necessary, one, um, they're camping on the sales tax on the ballot until 2020, um, so we have to wait for that. The use tax, there's still some pending state legislation that allows for that to occur. Um, uh, we talked about recreational marijuana, which is not even legal yet in Missouri, right? So that's we're trying to put a stake in the ground. Says we want to carve out that space, um, and the medical marijuana space obviously is also brand new. So no, it's a, it'll take a campaign, just like all any other any other uh, efforts like this. We got to we have to have a message. We got to have a campaign. We got to have resources, right? But at the end of the day, again, we think if we're not willing to invest in our future. Then um, what's going to happen to the region? There's just simply not enough dollars um, in the region to take care of the families that struggle day in and day out. Like my, my organization, you know, akin to to Adrian, right? We know this space. We know well. We we've, we've been it for almost 40 years. Um, we're in the we're in the process of uh, completing the construction of 41 new homes to add to our rental portfolio, which is great.
0: For Beyond Housing. For
1: Beyond Housing, which is a great and wonderful thing. Um, it took us uh, several years and millions of dollars to make all that happen. And, and today, I'm pretty sure we got 41 calls from people needing a place to live. right? So we're not going to simply build our way out of it. right? We have to figure out where... What are other things that we can do and the flexibility that the task force designed in this trust fund that says we want to support you if you like where you're living now but you're, you've are you hit a bump in the road you know you're struggling and you want to stay there so we don't have to like you know build a new home for everybody who needs it no that's not what this is suggesting it's again providing housing stability in a number of different ways um, that will hopefully provide again financial stability for the family that gives them an opportunity to keep on the track that they're going their kids in school you and your job so again this idea of, of again providing a home for everybody is not building a new home it's not spending you know tens of thousands of dollars on everybody it's no it's just sometimes folks just need a little bit of help and we know in the region there's just not enough dollars to do that whether it's utility assistance rent assistance all those things are always out people run out and everyone's scrambling for kind of support and again what the, what the task force did and we're thrilled to have you know so many talented people with us. Said, look, we need to be flexible in how the dollars are used, and we need to be clear that's not we don't want to spend a bunch of money on new construction because all the money will go away quickly, and that's not the goal either. The goal is can, can we serve as many families as possible, stabilize their situation, allow that family to be as strong as possible,
2: and diversify. Was I mean that's pretty much what we we really wanted to to be able to not put all of their our eggs into one bucket, but to be able to diversify what which is what Chris was mentioning. So. Um, We're excited. Are there uh,
0: similar trust funds around the country that you know about?
1: There's hundreds of trust funds all (laughs) across the country. uh, Not a new idea, but new for us. Yeah, Yeah, new for us in the county. The city has one. Um, Again, the... The um, St. Louis County's planning staff and Office of Community Development were, were wonderful um, folks, and they, they gave us just a ton of information. We, we would ask them for any number of things, right? So literally, there are hundreds, hundreds of trust funds across the country, state trust funds, regional trust funds, local trust funds. So this is not a new concept. Many others have done it. Um, what we did here is say, what are the needs in St. Louis County based upon the data? Um, and what do we think is the best way to respond to those needs and, and use um, the dollars that will come from the tax base in the most effective and efficient way?
0: Can you name a place where such a trust fund has been successful?
1: You know, off the top of my head, it's been because the trust fund c- concluded its work a couple months ago. Off the top of my head, I don't I don't remember. But there was again all across the country, we've seen great successes: um, small mm-hmm. cities, big cities, rural areas, suburban areas, um, urban areas. Again, so this is not. Again, this is not not a new, untried thing. This is a, a th- the state of Missouri has a trust fund that they've had for years, and they've had great success at, again, uh, supporting folks living living in affordable housing. So again, the region is aware of trust funds that are successful, and th- this is one for the largest, um, you know, statistical metropolitan area, right, St. Louis County, over a million people, um, and we need more resources to meet the needs.
0: Okay, and what's been the response? Because I know you had people who might uh, might be affected by this what's been their
2: response well I mean on the positive side we had several of um, agencies who very positive because some of uh, the agencies um, their clients will also benefit from this mm-hmm. and so it's it's
1: yeah, and we had, I think, over uh, 500 community residents responded and said, you know, what do you think about this? And That's the, the, what I mean, yeah, yeah, community yeah, residents. Yeah, yeah. What, yes, what did the
0: Jones with the five kids think? Yeah, um. I
1: mean, look, all, all, all of them um, through the various agencies, whether it's the um, uh, the, the Urban League, whether it's uh, the YWCA, whether it's Beyond Housing, um, a number of other partners have said, yeah, uh, look, we struggle to, to meet the needs of those people that reach out to us day in and day out. There is not enough affordable housing, right? I mean, look, in this country, we don't have a national housing policy. Um, for the region, we don't have a regional housing policy, right? There's, there's, there's nothing that says that, that, again, providing people a decent, safe place to live um, is important to us. And, again, what we know from all of our work, and if you talk to any not-for-profit organization, if you talk to the United Way, they will tell you one of the top one or two needs of everyone who crosses their threshold is I uh, have a housing problem. I need a better place to live. I need to afford my place. I, again, my, my, my place is not in good condition. right? We know that exists. We just have not mm-hmm. found the resources to meet those wide and, and varied needs here in the region, and particularly in St. Louis County.
2: And no one in the survey said, we don't need this. I mean, you know, we did do the survey with stakeholders, residents um, in, in North County, and it's needed. How
0: long did it take you all to come up, you know, meet, come up with your findings?
1: Uh, we met for six, six months, months. Uh, and we met for um, half a day once a month, and it was a big commitment. And it was a big commitment from the folks who participated, you know. And, and we had folks from the banking in- industry, we had folks from the fair housing industry, we had, you know, St. Louis County staff, we had folks from Washington University, we had folks from the St. Louis Equity Fund, we had folks from um, Gateway Housing First, which is an organization that provides services for um, people with disabilities. We had um, we had a just, resident. I mean, yeah, re- we had, we had a resident there. We mm-hmm. had we had somebody from the St. Louis Community Foundation. I mean. So again, we had a wide variety of folks saying, from a regional perspective, um, this is important. And 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 I think the best thing about it, and and I think I, I, Adrian and I, you know, talked about this, is we didn't agree on everything all the time, right? We really thrashed some things about, right? These were public meetings, but it was great attendance, and you know, we had some contentious stuff, but we all came to it, you know, with the best intentions about how do we how do we create a document to give the St. Louis County government that says, here's our recommendations um, to meet the unmet housing needs of of those in need in St. Louis County.
0: And when did you deliver your report, your findings? Two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So you gave them to... Steve Stanger. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that that is who convened us, and that who asked us to d- deliver the report back to him, and um, uh, and he thanked us for our work just two days ago. I think uh, yep. we we all got a letter from him, thank thanking us for um, our participation um, in in the um, in in the task force and and creating these recommendations. And, and we're we're hopeful that the new county executive and his team, um, you know, will be willing to. Um, you know, uh, meet with us and uh, support the recommendations and support the findings, and hopefully um, support us in our effort to generate the revenue.
0: Uh, have you also given your report to council members?
1: Uh, that actually the county, the county executive has already done that. So um, okay. yeah, we yes. know we know clearly we we know that the, a number of them who we've already talked to um, are in support of it, and hopefully we can get them the full council to embrace it.
2: And actually last mm-hmm. week, uh, county councilman Lisa Clancy introduced a bill that would enact, some income protection for people who are using some type of subsidy uh, or assistance to pay their rent, uh, which is part was, was part of our, our finding as well. People who are receiving vouchers, housing vouchers, sometimes are not um, accepted mm-hmm. into a housing unit because of the voucher. Um, so we don't know how far the bill will go, but at least we can see some movement already.
0: That was Adrian Bracey, CEO of the YWCA of Metro St. Louis, and Chris Craymeyer, CEO of Beyond Housing, co-chairs of St. Louis County's Affordable Housing Trust Fund Task Force. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.